Welcome back to the conversation. It's the Steve Drew Show on a Wednesday. Good to have you here. My next guest really needs no introduction, but he's here every week. Dr. John Lott, the president of the Crime Prevention Research Center, crimeresearch.org, the place you can find out more. He is a guy who weighs in on the um, the numbers involving firearms and the truth as opposed to the fiction and the way people feel math matters. Doctor, welcome back, of course. Good morning. Uh, I want to start the conversation real quickly with Virginia. Um, they've put a temporary hold on the AR-15 ban that also puts a temporary hold on banning uh, magazines that hold more than 12 rounds. Uh, what's going on in Virginia? They're not getting a clean sweep, it doesn't look like, at least. Right. Well, I mean, uh, there is a safe storage uh, bill that seems to have died, and uh, the assault weapons ban has uh, uh, also at least been delayed. Uh, I don't know. They're going to have uh, uh, the state uh, police commission, uh, may have the name not quite right on that, uh, is going to look into some of the aspects of that and advise uh, uh, some of the members of the legislature on it. Uh, so whether or not that's revived at a later date or not, I, I guess we'll just have to see. But uh, at least for now, that's delayed. Uh, there's a whole spate of other types of bills that uh, seem to be speeding through, like red flag laws. Um, there's, I guess, maybe about... Uh, Ten or so uh, gun control bills that seem to be still working their way through the state legislature. Right. So I guess it's um, mixed results thus far. But I do think that, you know, some of the Democrats are joining the Republicans. The, the ones tabled for a year, we'll see where it goes from there and we'll keep an eye on it. But I also want to talk to you about uh, Mike Bloomberg. He's he's going to make the stage tonight in Nevada, the debate stage. Uh, he qualified getting 19 percent support in a poll from Marist, PBS Marist. Um, but I think he's in deep trouble. I, I mean, the, the comments that he's made on race, uh, the way that he has been portrayed as treating women, uh, I think he's going to be a pinata out there. Uh, doctor, what do you think? Right. Well, um, uh, on Sunday, the Washington Post had a pretty devastating story, I thought, about uh, his relationship with women. Um, you know, there's one example that he had where he seems to both combine combined being a sexist with racism, uh, there was a, a woman who had, uh, I guess, given birth, uh, who worked for him. Uh, he was yelling at her that basically with some expletive lace discussion about, oh, yeah. you know, it's just a baby. All it does is eat and, uh, you know, uh, stuff comes out the other end. And that, uh, you know, there's no reason for her to stay with the child. He basically said, you know, you get some black who maybe can't even speak English, and all they have to be able to do is, uh, um, you know... Make sure the house doesn't burn down, yeah. Right. And so, uh, uh, you know, (laughs) it was pretty bizarre. I mean, he had a number of uh, other types of uh, claims. And and that one that, that we were just talking about, he yelled at her in front of uh, a whole group of people. Um, so, uh, you know, another woman who was pregnant, he basically yelled at her that uh, she should just kill the baby. Um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of weird comments that were there. Uh, of course, you also had um, other comments that have come to light, which are fairly racist, uh, 
dealing with uh, stop and frisk. It's not that stop and frisk per se is the problem by any means. It's uh, how he spoke about justifying it. He basically said, well, he didn't basically said he said that uh, 95 percent of all murders uh, in virtually every city uh, in the United States are done by young minority males. Um, you know, he's wrong in so many different ways there. I mean, uh, uh, he exaggerates the share of young minorities, uh, of young people. Uh, you know, are they dis- do they commit murders at disproportionately high rates? Sure. But that doesn't mean they commit virtually all the murders. No, it's, it's, it's blatantly and, racist. And that's why I think that tonight on that debate stage in Nevada, he's going to be in, in trouble. First of all, he's buying his way in. Everybody knows it. He spent over $400 million thus far. Uh, and not to mention, you know, whether it's these comments or the fact that he delivers an anti-gun message. I mean, there's a whole host of reasons to reject him. Uh, but I think it puts Democrats in a different problem area, which is, you know, 30 or 35 of the, of the members of Congress currently in there that flipped Republican seats. Democrat took part of the $100 million he spent in the midterms. They took his money. Now what do they do, doctor? Right. Well, they took massive amounts of money, and he helped them indirectly. I, I have a friend in uh, Minnesota, uh, Jason Lewis, who was defeated by, uh, by a few percentage points. But what happened was is uh, Bloomberg uh, not only gave money to like Gabby Gifford's gun control groups, but to also to uh, 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 women's uh, abortion groups and others. Uh, and they basically attacked them through many different ways. I mean, it was millions of dollars. Uh, so it made it look like lots of different groups were attacking him. Uh, and it was basically because uh, Bloomberg gave money to multiple different groups to all spend their money on him. And they it's same for other candidates that are there. There's basically a, uh, a good 30 of the candidates uh, were, who were defeated were attacked. You know, it made it look like every group in the world was going out against them because they all had a lot of money to go and spend ads there. And Bloomberg was uh, behind the donations there and the coordinated uh, attacks. So his money's allowed him to go and get around uh, a lot of the campaign regulations that are there. You know, the irony, I was just looking through uh, Bloomberg News over the weekend. Right. And it has one negative news stories about Trump after another. And and it's not just Trump. They have negative news stories about uh, the economy. I mean, trying to talk down the economy there. And, and it's almost hilarious, some of the things that they would go after him for. So there was, like, one article complaining about the fact that uh, uh, wage increases have been going up relatively faster for high school graduates than for recent uh, college graduates. Well, you know, the irony is is that if the opposite was true, then they would be going, because they're going up for everybody, but if the opposite was true, then they'd be complaining about increasing inequality. Of course. So the fact, the fact that you have the incomes for the lowest people going up the most, percentage-wise, you would think would be a positive thing, but they even, you know, they, they basically said, well, this just shows that the returns to college aren't increasing as much as, as they should be. And it's like everything that was there, they were able to put a negative twist on it. 
or you know, or they go and say that forty percent of uh, recent high school graduates have jobs that uh, are, you know, a college degree isn't normally required to obtain. Well, that's true, but they could have at least mentioned that that's an improvement because it used to be even higher. Right. You know, they, they just don't get ago, it. Yeah. With uh, with Obama, the rate was substantially higher, and yet you know it's they have like no context that they're given. It's like well, they do that all the time, doctor. You know, yeah, they do that all the time. Fun with numbers, really, uh, well, and that's why we have he, you here. How did, you mentioned the money that he's spending, and uh, the money that he's spending doesn't even count how he's even using his news organization. True to go and uh, uh, help push his agenda. Got to leave it right there. Dr. John Lott, the president of the Crime Prevention Research Center. CrimeResearch.org to find out more. CrimeResearch.org. Doctor, thank you. Attention small business owners with 10 to 250 employees. Do you offer an effective 401k plan to your employees? Are you comfortable with all financial liability? The Michigan Chamber is offering its members the first statewide multiple employer 401k plan. Now, small businesses can offer their employees all the investment benefits a large company can at a competitive price. The program is powered by TriStar Trust Bank, a Michigan bank specializing in full-service wealth management. TriStar will work with your employees, understand their needs, and design an investment portfolio to achieve their goals. To learn more about the Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Retirement Plan, go to michamber.com. The Michigan Chamber Multiple Employer 401k Plan is available to Michigan Chamber members only. Become a member and receive $100 off by mentioning this ad. The Michigan Chamber of Commerce, moving Michigan forward. When it comes to planning for your future, you want an advisor who understands your Christian values. Ameriprise Financial Advisor Craig Stiles offers financial planning based on biblical principles. He can help you plan for your goals in a way that is consistent with your faith. Call Craig Stiles today at 517-483-4893. Office is located at 2400 Lake Lansing Road, Suite B, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Ameriprise Financial provides financial services without regard to religious affiliation or cultural background. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. It's the hospital where your children were born, the elementary school where they learned the basics, the football stadium where you made memories together, and the boundless skyscraper where they took the big job. For over five decades, the members of the Associated Builders and Contractors of Michigan have been building Michigan communities, and they've done this based on the all-American principles of hard work and competition, providing Michigan families with quality buildings to create timeless memories. To learn how you can help build Michigan, visit abcmi.com.